So this entire podcast is going to go into John Legend and Christy Teigen and also celebrating positive couples and healthy relationships. We normally focus on healing from bad situations and all kinds of dating tips. Let's celebrate positive relationships. Let's go. So now, while many of us are stressing about the fact that we never got the text back or we haven't got away from our ex-lover, right, whether it's physically or emotionally, uh, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are mourning what would have been the third child. His name was Jack, and he was lost on September 30th due to pregnancy complications. Now, why am I doing a podcast episode on celebrities? Now, this is not a piece to glorify celebrities. But it's a point of reference. I do actually like John Legend's music, so that's that's beside the point. But again, it's a point of reference to someone that we understand, we know who he is, we can easily Google and learn and hopefully relate to their story. We know that story happens every day in America, right? You lose a child, and as a couple, you grieve together, or you don't. Right, you may have a case where the um, one of the partners leaves the relationship because it was too much stress for them to take on their own emotions, and then now they have to take care of someone else's emotions. But this entire podcast is dedicated to healthy relationships and couples because we concentrate too much on you know these tips, right? These like reactive tips to pain that's happened, right? How to heal. From a bad scenario, um, or tips on how to be more confident because you're not confident. This is going to kind of flip the script. We're going to talk about those that quote unquote have made it, and to celebrate healthy relationships, especially in the world that literally cashes out on negativity and division and what is viral, and what is viral most of the time is controversial and negative. So it's time that we give a little bit of love to positivity because positivity requires strength, true strength. So what I liked about this is uh, now Chrissy wrote on her so- social media platforms. Uh, she stated, we are quiet, but we are okay. Love you all so much. Uh, this was something she wrote on October 16th, which was uh, two weeks after uh, losing Jack, uh, what would have been a third child. So, as a couple, that's what you hear from Chrissy. The other hand, John Legend dedicated to his 2020 Billboard Music Award performance song "Never Break" to his wife. Uh, you can feel free to go to his Instagram. You can learn more about the inspiration for the song. But here's a snippet of it: I have faith that as long as we walk this earth, we will hold each other's hands through every tear, through every up and down, through every test. I like that. I like that because it almost seems like a self-induced vow, right? It's not the standard marriage vow. It is from husband to wife, and there's power in that. Like I talked about, love, healthy relationships, things of that sort require strength, especially bouncing back from a scenario like that. This was not them getting into an argument. This was not one party cheating on the other. This was a child that they lost, and the response. The response is strong. It is total opposite of 
another African-American couple that was in the news a couple months ago for being in an entanglement, or at least one party was. We know who we're talking about, Jada Pinkett Smith. So instead of celebrating the virality virality of an entanglement, let's focus, let's, let's broadcast a message of a good couple and what they do right. We need these kind of stories. Stay tuned. So what has been happening? Well, you know, I am Facebook official now. It's funny because I could could probably do an entire podcast episode on that. I might actually do that. And um, yes, me and my girlfriend are Facebook official at the time of this uh, podcast. Uh, So if there are any, you know, ladies still texting me, communicating or whatnot, uh, understand I am in a relationship. Um, And, um, you know, I don't say that as like, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. I just say that because, yeah, it happens, right? Sometimes you'll get a text. I ignore them. They get ignored. I just get busy. I don't respond. So, hey, maybe this podcast will take care of a little bit of that. Um, It's been a beautiful, beautiful fall out here in Texas. Great weather. I have been doing a lot of calorie counting. Downloaded two apps. One is a habit forming app and one's a calorie counter. And I'm down about four or five pounds. I'm happy. I like it. And, you know, I heard from Jordan Peterson, great, great uh, modern day uh, uh, philosopher. He spoke on the fact that men, and he was, again, I'm sure this fits women as well, but he was specifically talking about how men are motivated by goals. You know, that's what gives us life and purpose. And, um, you know, I, I kind of forgot about that in the physical realm being military as long as we pass the PT test that's all that that mattered PT being our uh, physical training test but now I'm like you know what it's not about just looking good okay I preach all this I preach about eating healthy and I wasn't doing too bad but now I wanted to really I wanted to turn up the volume on it without becoming a crazy gym rat so it's a it's a fun adventure it's exciting And I'm trying to do it from a place of of stoic humility. If I make mistakes while I'm lifting, that's okay. If I skip a day, that's okay. But I understand that I need to make make it up, right? So it comes from a place of, of celebrating the little small wins, but still being all about the grit and keep improving, keep improving. And that's how life should be. Doesn't matter if it's studying, the gym, spirituality, communication style um we got to always keep coming from a place of humility but still grinding so yeah stay tuned this is this is a good this is a good podcast episode so definitely uh um listen to this and share it with your friends stay tuned dating dog podcast Now, for those that have still stuck around, especially the men, this podcast also, I want it in a way to shape the definition of masculinity. Because in some circles, especially in the manosphere, if you're extreme red pill, what I mean by that is kind of any extreme of any kind of movement, whether it's religious, whether it's social justice, any kind of movement, if it's on the extreme, most of the time it's unhealthy. So 
on the manosphere, the unhealthy side, the radical extremist side of the manosphere. Um, some would say that it's beta to stick around while a woman goes through mourning, especially losing a child. They may not admit it. Some do. Some don't. But it's just this. Uh, it's seen as beta to um, to take on responsibilities that are beyond your own responsibilities. I'll tell you right now, um, these are people that don't get it. I think that uh, Chrissy and John are perfect examples of the foundation we need, not only in America, but worldwide as a couple. And, you know, I see the gaps within the manosphere where I see some of them honestly as grown man-childs that secretly hate women yet yearn for the attention of them. And you know what? If you're offended, you're part of it. Okay. If this offends you, that you feel like you're a grown man child because you don't want to deal with the mourning of a lost child and you're part of the issue. Whereas if you understand where I'm coming from and you you understand, hey, we just lost a child. We, not her. I'm not having to deal with her grieving and it's such a headache and it's a lot, a lot of work. No, be a man and stick around for a woman that risk her body risk her mental health, um, hormones, time, energy, et cetera, et cetera. Risk all of that to make a child for you. Okay. If that's beta, then damn, what's alpha? Come on, talk to me, people. If that's beta, <laughs> then what is alpha? All right. But here's the deal. I shouldn't speak because this was me. This was me. Okay, throwing, you know, throwing bricks at a glass house, throwing rocks at a glass house. I was the one that I competed with myself to test my levels of seduction. And I still practice that seduction and masculinity game, but it's no longer a practice. I just live it. And I'm able to live that masculinity and that seduction in such a way that it still provides me so much more space to unleash my potential when it comes to being a man, a father, a soldier, a businessman, a brother, all of that. Now, the way that we frame this is Chrissy and John are the example. Okay, let's not argue inside or outside of that. They are the example couple. So if you're a young man, especially a young man, this applies to the ladies as well, and you're trying to look for a good example once you got your seduction and masculinity game down, okay, think of it like a computer, right? Let's say that it took you a lot of hard drive to save up the rhythm and the habits of seduction game and masculinity game. Let's say it took about 50% of your hard drive. Then after a while, it becomes so natural that now it takes 10% of your hard drive. The 90% you have left is to cultivate yourself into being, going from a young man or woman into an actual man or woman. And age is not a factor in that. You can do it as fast as you can, or you can stumble around and you'll get it later, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is that, before I go off on the tangent too much, is making the point of defining masculinity. And and the the fact that (sighs) you can be a man, you can be a father, and still be quote unquote alpha, 
if you are only focused on seduction and masculinity and you have not even thought about, hey, what happens if I had a girlfriend or a wife and we lost a child together? How would I respond? Your response to me, at least my opinion, because I'm not sure if there's an actual expert on what defines an alpha and beta, as many would want to claim that they're the expert on that. Okay, so we can't really codify what alpha and beta is, but it's hard to argue when it comes to a man who can deal with those problems in a healthy way versus a man who can't deal with it in an unhealthy way or deals with it in an unhealthy way, I should say. So um, stay tuned. We got we got some more that I definitely want to get out of my system here, and it's going to be very beneficial for both men and women. Now, it is my opinion, you're bound to find a better example in dating relationships from a solid couple than you would a single person, okay? And I can say that now because I've crossed the line. I'm in a relationship at the time of this podcast, right? Knock on wood, let's let's make sure it still stays strong. But you will find a better example in dating and relationships from a solid couple. It's the same thing as if you were going to a boxing coach if you found a great coach who's also a champion, you're going to get more, you're going to get better advice than from a equally skilled coach who may have just made it in the amateurs because the, the champion understands how it is to be in the limelight. They understand how to handle a lot more, um, just have a lot more experience, right? Even if they have the same level of teaching and training as another coach, it's the same thing you will have a better example. You're going to find a better example when it comes to dating relationships from a solid couple. Now, if you're to rank it, I would say it starts off with a healthy couple, a healthy single, an unhealthy couple, and then an unhealthy single. Okay. Again, I repeat this. If you were to rank who the true experts are as people, right? I'm not talking YouTube personalities. I'm not even talking about myself. I'm talking about more than likely who you're going to get the best kind of advice from or the best example that you can emulate and model would be a healthy couple then a healthy single who's happy being single but they're you know they're secure mentally and they're in the right place then unhealthy couple because they're a couple but they may not be the right kind of model to follow and then an unhealthy single an unhealthy single because they are in the danger zone. They maybe don't even want to connect anymore, at least with an unhealthy couple. There's some sort of connection, even if it's very unhealthy, right? You should get out of that. But it is worse off to be an unhealthy single that has not, you haven't even healed from anything and you're still stuck. Um, and you're not really even wanting to be even in the realm of dating relationships. So, um, yeah. And here's the thing, we need to celebrate good relationships because they're the foundation of the future. Okay, all this stuff happening in the world right now can be prevented if we had good relationships, good parenting, good romantic relationships, good working relationships, etc, etc. All right, think about it. Without healthy relationships, can we really practice effective communication? healing from disagreements and growing as both individuals and a team. Okay. If you have healthy relationships at your workplace, you will enjoy your job because people are heard. There's creative output. 
people are moving up and uh, there's a lot of consideration, just like any kind of relationship. Good relationships will lead to a lot of healing, collective healing that needs to happen, right? And what does that mean? That means you lessen your pride. That means you believe in stuff that's beyond you, but you do it in a way that's patient and healthy, just as John Legend and Christy Teigen have done. Like I alluded to, relationships go beyond the spectrum of dating. Okay, this delves into business, sports, friendships, etc. I mean, look at it. Look at the definition of relationships. Defined as the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other. Right now, it's a very dysfunctional, stove piping, gas lighting, narcissistic relationship that the U.S. has with ourselves. But yet, we're able to see good examples, and that's the entire point of this podcast: is we see great examples of people doing the right thing. And they need to be celebrated. It's happening every day. Okay, they fly under the radar. Okay, they fly under the radar. These are people that you may not even pay attention to because we're too worried about the drama, the entanglements. Go out there, find you a relationship that sets the example and emulate it, model it. If you have questions on where to find them, ask me. The more that you can model yourself. From healthy people, healthy examples, the more we're going to get to the right place collectively. Again, I say that collectively. This is beyond you. This is beyond dating. Let's get back to healthy, strong relationships. Nowadays, it seems as if the world moves so fast that we've forgotten the natural process of dating. We live in an era dominated by swiping apps, where singles feel more like objects rather than humans. The quick and continuous letdowns have left some broken to the point of becoming toxic or no longer wanting to connect. But our team of trusted dating professionals have also witnessed the natural magic happen, where two people become one. This is why we are proud to introduce our Dating 101 course. In this course, you will learn how to remove both internal and external blame, improve your chances during a first date, mindset shift, and so much more. The course is taught by Chris Feliciano, founder of The Dating Doc, a renowned date coaching and matchmaking company long considered one of the most influential companies in the industry. Chris brings over 10 years of experience and holds over five certifications specific to building dating and relationship skills. Whether you're looking for a short or long-term relationship or with the intended goal of one day getting married, this course is for you. Let Dating 101 be your path to reconnecting with yourself as well as others. Change starts with you. Visit us at thedatingdoc.com and sign up now.